and welcome to another Reimagining Windows show on TechNet Radio, our series of business value interviews for IT managers all around Windows 8. My name is Kevin Rebney, and I'm a senior IT pro evangelist on the U.S. Developer and Platform Engineering team, and I'm your TechNet Radio host today. Uh, today's interview is part seven of an eight-part series on Windows 8 tips and tricks with Microsoft Principal Technical Account Manager Lex Thomas. Lex, great to see you again. Hey, Kevin. How you doing, bud? Real, real good. Real good. So there is a desktop tool that everyone uses to explore the file system, and it's the one that you use, you use to work with your files and folders. Now, in the past, it's been known as various things. Uh, Windows Explorer is the most recent name, although it, I believe it does have a new name, uh, the name of File Explorer in Windows 8. Now, this tool can do all sorts of what uh, the previous versions could do, but I do understand there are a couple new things that are really interesting, some really interesting capabilities that you can take, a, take advantage of from File Explorer. So, Lex, let's talk about File Explorer and what you can do. Give us some new tips and tricks. Yeah, so so you're absolutely right. And, and to be honest with you, it's kind of funny because it, it, it kind of takes me back to the Windows 3.1 days, right, where you actually had a separate File Explorer. It wasn't just part of the interface. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's actually pretty cool. If you're familiar with the, uh, the Office ribbon, um, you know, a lot of that functionality has been moved over, and uh, okay. that's that's kind of some of the stuff that we're gonna we're gonna explore a little bit today. All right, so if I if I open uh, File Explorer, by the way, you've got just a little folder down here on the uh, taskbar, and that that's how you get to it if you're not familiar with how to get to it. Um, it automatically brings up uh, a File Explorer window, and one of the things that uh, I think it's pretty cool is the uh, quick access toolbar. And so you see the ribbon here, and I don't want anybody to be confused because this, in fact, is the ribbon and not the quick access toolbar. But uh, the quick access toolbar is right up here on top. Uh, you've got a little pull down here where my mouse is. Um, and uh, if I pull that down, I can actually add or remove items to this uh well, to the top of the window, to the toolbar at the top of the window. So let's just add some stuff. Let's add undo. And notice that now I've got a little undo button there. I can add redo. I can add delete. I can add properties. I can add new folder. Uh, I'm, I'll add uh, rename. And I can also, there are some controls here. I can minimize the ribbon or show below the ribbon. If I show below the ribbon, then these buttons get moved just uh, underneath the ribbon here. Um, I actually like them on top, so I'm going to put them back to above the ribbon. But they all work, right? If I if I hit uh, uh, any of these buttons up here, they actually perform functionality. So let's just go into music, and uh, there's there's music. I'm in my music directory. There we go. All right. So now if I highlight a file, notice that that delete highlights. Right. Okay. If I uh, let me delete that real quick, I'll just come up here and hit delete. And it, it's it's actually sad to delete anything that Pink Floyd's. Oh yes, I know. Um, but now look at the undo. The undo lit up. So now if I hit undo, it comes right back. Excellent. Yeah. And so so that that's that's the quick access toolbar, and that's that's how this works. Um, if I hit properties, it'll give me properties on the file that I have highlighted. Uh, in this case, it's a directory. 
So Microsoft has learned that you know, apparently the ribbon works really well to help people get familiar with and find functionality that uh, otherwise might have been buried and certainly works well in Office as people got comfortable with it, now being able to put it into the to the user interface interface in Windows. I think that's great. Um, and yeah, certainly a- building it contextually, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you there, but uh, absolutely. The um, the thing is, is that, you know, when, when we introduced the ribbon, uh, people either loved it or hated it. Yeah. You know, some some people thought it was the greatest thing on the planet. Some people just thought that it was absolutely horrible, and, you know, why did Microsoft do that? But the thing that I always thought was funny is that, you know, if you don't like the ribbon, you can always just turn it off, and it goes back to exactly the way that it was before. So watch here. I'll just uh, minimize the ribbon, and, you know, that's what everybody's used to seeing. So it's, yeah. it's actually no big deal, and, and I actually like the added functionality. I think that the ribbon really adds uh, a lot. It's nice to have that functionality too, to be able to hide the ribbon if you're on a screen that doesn't necessarily have a lot of, uh, a lot of space. Maybe a smaller tablet, um, or or something where you find it harder to navigate. To be able to um, actually get a little bit more screen real estate just for the file listings is probably useful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That would be one reason, right? But but if you take a look, we've got file, home, share, view, uh, play here under music tools. If I select home, of course the ribbon changes, and I get stuff that's, you know valid for that tab. And if I go to share, same deal, I get share-related stuff, I can email. And that's actually something that's really cool. Watch this. If I select email, it actually creates an email with the file in it that I had highlighted. Oh, very nice. Right, so now all I have to do is address the email and I can hit send. And these are things that most people, you know, it's there and it's been there since the product is been released, but most people just don't realize. Uh, the other really cool one, right, let me just select several of these, and I'll hit zip. And automatically, you know, it's created a zip. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of things that were, were otherwise hidden underneath a right click or, you know, somewhere else, but you, you, you've surfaced this so simply based on the context, based on what you selected. In fact, um, let me ask you about that. I don't want to jump maybe ahead of where you were probably going to be talking about anyway, but I do notice that when you're looking at this folder full of music, you have an additional tab that's lit up at the top. Yeah, that's music tools. So it understands that these are music files, right? And so if I hit play, now I've got my play controls here. I can say play all or I can hit play for a specific song. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to our audio here, but I'm willing to chance it. Let me hit play. And automatically we launch the music app. And uh, I'm pretty sure you can't hear the song playing, but I can hear the song playing. Okay. So I'll stop that and minimize it. And just go back to my desktop. So if we just go back and take a look at some of the other options that we have here, if I go to the file menu, some of this stuff's pretty straightforward, right? I've got the navigation pane button, and I can turn the navigation pane on or off. I really like the navigation pane, but let's see what it looks like without it. Notice that that pane that was taken up, I don't know, about an eighth of the screen, uh, an eighth of the screen coming in from the uh, left-hand side, I thought was, you know, I like that. So mm-hmm. here, here it is. I'll turn it back on, and you can see what I mean right here. You know, just kind of some quick nav links, and, and those those work pretty well. There's the preview pane. Um, if I uh, select a, a folder or a file, um, 
I can turn the preview pane on or off. Hmm. And if there's any metadata associated with that file, it'll show that in File Explorer, okay. uh, which is kind of cool. The Details pane, uh, kind of the same deal as the preview pane, only with more detail, right? Um, I can highlight uh, a file here. Um, well, you can actually even edit some of that metadata. Well, yeah, uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's really kind of a useful way to, uh, in, in particular with music, if you're trying to update some uh, some metadata or your, your preferences on your, your personal rating of that document or that, that piece of music, you can certainly do that. Yeah, and notice that I just changed my rating, and now I've got to save and cancel. Hmm. Um, but uh, you've got a contributing artist field in the main window, and I'm, I'm going to edit the contributing artist field in the uh, details pane, I'll say love Pink Floyd. Just hit hit enter there, and notice that it changes here. Oh yeah. I'm going to change it back because that'll totally mess up all of my uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of my organization in in my music app. And look at that, it actually gives you the drop-down to have you select uh, what you've put in previously. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's handy. And that's actually very useful, right? Because, you know, all of these apps that we have now, they sort, they sort by, by whatever the metadata is. And notice that it hasn't updated here yet. Did it change? Oh, wait. Did you I save? save it. Yeah. You know, one thing, too, while you're doing that, um, that I, I mean, certainly, maybe not necessarily for music because I don't create as much music as I do create photographs and videos and so when I'm working with the family photo organization and, and putting uh, details on the picture and, and modifying dates and times and locations and all that that'll show up in that preview pane as well I don't need to use any special app to do that yeah that that's absolutely correct I can change the icon size as well I can make it large if you've ever in fact there's one right there this is a perfect example you know, when you're sorting through music and you've got everything grouped by artist or by album, sometimes the album art's not right on a specific song, but um, uh, it is on all the other songs. So, uh, you know, the, the album icon can be messed up. And this is a great way to figure that out. Because hmm. <laughs> if I view extra large icons, it'll show me the album art that's tied to each song so I can fix that. And we're using music as an example here, folks, out in out in uh, podcast land, but uh, uh, I think that's a good thing to, to show because, you know, really um, just uh, a great example of how useful this can actually be. And as long as the document type has a way to visualize what you're looking at, whether it be a, a, you know, one of the uh, different office document formats that are able to show a thumbnail view of the PowerPoint or the Word document or the Excel spreadsheet and, and items like that, you know, those are all going to be available to you depending upon what you choose in the View tab. Uh, and and how much detail then is exposed from that actual document. Yeah, and I'm just walking through some of them right now, and you can see that each view has kind of a different format, but the, but the data is essentially the same. Mm -hmm. And those preferences, as you're selecting those for that particular folder, those are actually maintained, aren't they? Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're persistent. Yeah, yeah, so if I exit out and come back into this folder, that'll be, that'll be the default view. Hmm. I can sort by any field that's associated with any of these files, right? I can also sort in ascending or descending order. Since most of these are going to have the same artist, sorting by artist probably isn't going to do anything for us. But if I sort by size, then that, that's interesting. 
right, mm -hmm. so let's look at details. Let me just add size as a component here. Notice that all I'm doing is right-clicking on this bar up at the top. I'll select size as a field. And now I've got size, and I can actually drag this field anywhere I want in the display. And uh, now, I've sorted by size, so largest up at the top, smallest down at the bottom. But just to show you that that works, I'll, I'll sort in ascending order, and, that, and it'll change. It'll change the order that they're being displayed in. Um, I can also sort by title. sort by type, et cetera. Yeah, a lot of different options there. So what yeah. uh, what other options do we have? I see that there's an options drop-down toward the right. Well, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> that's actually uh, that's actually a uh, uh, an icon that a lot of people never go check out, but everybody should, right? If I, if I go to options, I've got change folder and search options. And if I select that, I get the uh, Folder Options dialog box, which has essentially three tabs, General, View, and Search. And uh, we'll start with the General tab. I've got Open Each Folder in, a, in the same window, or Open Each Folder in its own window. Right now, everything's opened in the same window. Um, uh, I can click items as follow, a single click to open an item, or a double click to open an item. I can show favorites in the pane if I uncheck that and then hit apply. Notice that library is at the top now instead of favorites. Oh yeah. I actually like favorites, so I'm going to add that back in. And uh, I can also do show all folders, which gives me a huge tree. Um, oh, look at that. But, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. So these are, uh, you know, these are some defaults that people just sort of assume are always going to be there and don't realize they have an opportunity to change uh, a little bit of the interface. Right, yep, absolutely. Okay. There's also automatically expand current folder. And if I apply that, it'll just walk the tree all the way out to the folder that I'm in. Hmm. So that's that's kind of interesting. So the, the uh, next I, tab over, that view tab, I think I, I spend a lot of time there only because I'm one of those IT professionals who spins up a lot of new computers and uh, in a virtualized environment, it's very quick and easy to do, but then I always have my own preferences that I want to set, and there's three of them right here that I think a lot of people always, at least people that are in IT, they jump right here. I, I love being able to show the hidden files and folders. I love being able to um, not hide empty drives. I want to I show all extensions. These are the sorts of things that uh, always drove me nuts to have to go in and change all these, but this is where it's found. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you should mention that because these are a very commonly used uh, set of attributes, right? Um, hide empty drives, uh, hide extensions for known file types. Um, these are things that, you know, hide system files. Um, that's this hide protected operating system files. Mm -hmm. um, these are things that really are there to kind of protect you from yourself. Right, right. Right? That, that's kind of the reason that they're in there, and that's the reason that the defaults are set like they're set. Um, you really don't want somebody that, that doesn't um, know what's going on under the covers. Mm -hmm. um, you, you don't want that person to unprotect or unhide protected system files, because then they could delete something or change something or rename something or move something, and then you may have some issues with the OS. 
And so, right. so by default, they're hidden. But we give you the option because we realize that there are IT professionals out there, people that know, you know, what they're doing and that may need to change some things or uh, may need to see if a specific DLL is in the right place. So, so the options there. Excellent, excellent. So you you have a list of of uh, music. Let's go back to Pink Floyd for a second. And okay, uh, so let me let me just okay out of this. Okay, uh, and you um, let's say you have multiple applications that are available on your local system to be able to deal with music, uh, to be able to deal with this file type. How do I change that default? I think that's one of the frustrations some people have when they install a program, they make a mistake, they find that their their videos or their photos or whatever are opening up with an application they don't necessarily want to use as their default. How do I change that? Yeah, so, so that's a great question and that happens all the time. Um, so these files, hang on just a second, let me add some things to this bar. Uh, let's go type. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. So I'm going to move type over here. So right now, these are MP3 files, and these files are associated with the Xbox Music app. Mm -hmm. That's the app that these are going to open with. And that's what this little headphone icon is, right? If I right-click on one of these files, I can go to Open With, and that'll give me um, some options here, right? I can open it with the default app, which is the Xbox Music app. I could use Music Info, which is an app that I bought at the, in the store and installed. I could I could open them with Power DVD Mobile, again, an app that I bought. Uh, in the store. I could open them with Windows uh, Media Player. So let, let's just select that and notice it. That pops up an icon. And so now that file is actually playing in Windows Media Player. But one of the things that I didn't do is make that the default program. So I'll close this. Go back, right click, open with, and then choose default program. And choose default program will actually change the program that MP3 files are associated with. Hmm. So if I select uh, Windows Media Player by default, notice that the icon next to these files change. It, it becomes a little, you know, music sheet with the, with the note on a, uh, a blank piece of paper. And so let's close that, and I'll just click on another one, and notice that now automatically these MP3 files are opening up and that's also for for double click, but it's also for the uh, the play tab that you have there too. Yeah, absolutely. And so I just switched it back, and I double clicked on Signs of Life, and uh, I find this I, I like this experience a little better. It's a little richer. Mm -hmm. um, I get pictures of the artist, etc. And so now that we're back to that as the default. So Lex. Um, as we wrap this one up, uh, this is part seven of our eight parts. We only have one more to go, which I'm kind of sad to see it all end, but uh, we'll, we'll be talking with you again very soon. Where can we send folks to find more information about Windows 8? Yeah, so, so uh, again, you know, the Springboard website is really the place that, that everybody should be familiar with. That's the place that, that we want everybody to go. So Microsoft.com slash Springboard will get you there. Well, Lex, again, thank you so much. Great to talk to you again, and uh, thanks so much for giving everybody such great information. I uh, look forward to talking to you soon.